Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. I'm in the studio with photographer Darren Jew. Darren, how are you? I'm great today. Thanks, Steve. Fantastic, mate. Thanks for coming back in again. And So, yeah, last week I had you in and we basically unpacked, I suppose, and we talked about the different categories and streams and that type of stuff. But one of the things I wanted to try and get my head around and so people can listen, listening as well, is how the judging is going to work. And, you know, I know there's going to be, the judge is going to be looking at six particular criterias. And how the scoring, so if you can just kind of expand on that, that'd be great. Sure. Yeah, we wanted to come up with a judging process that was pretty rigorous and consistent. And importantly, we wanted a way for every entry to get some kind of review because too many competitions simply award the winning images and everybody else knows that they didn't win. Yes. That's about all they, they don't, know. But they don't, they've got no kind of idea why they didn't win. That's right, yeah. So what we've done is we've we've come up with a judging process that we think will help, help that uh, by uh, allocating six judging criteria. Then there'll be uh, each of those criteria will be scored out of 10 to give a total score out of 60 points. But we'll be providing a report card based on those criteria so that people will be able to see if they got a low score in one criteria yep. or a high score in another one. So they'll be able to judge where they need to maybe improve or where they're doing really well. Yep. So out of the six criteria and 10 points potentially up for grabs on each one, so there's three judges, but then that, that those scores are put together and they're, they're averaged, correct? That's correct. So three experienced reviewers will score each image, then each image will get an average score from those, those yes, three. What type of things will the judges be looking at? Okay. Well, the criteria, the first criteria we've identified is uh, initial impact and mood. So that's how that's the in, initial impact that picture has on the on the viewer. Yes. So it's the wow factor. It's the oh, that's a beautifully quiet picture. Yep. It's the it's that um, initial response that the picture has evoked. I mean, it could be a picture of a wild flower and it's just the, the, the colours popping off the page type of thing. Yeah, and or it, it could be something that's never been seen before. That's yep. going to create a wow factor. Yeah, I think it's, it is always cool when you do see one of those photos that is a kind of a photo that you haven't seen before and it's something really new. And I know sometimes I'll see something and you've got to sit there and you're, you're trying to work out exactly what's going on and you're seeing all this new stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. It's kind of the ones where you go, oh, geez, I wish I had taken that. Yeah. It, that's where that impact and mood criteria fits in. Cool, yeah. cool. So what's one of the other criterias? Uh, next we're looking at technique. Yep. So that's uh, camera technique, whether the appropriate techniques have been used to capture the, the sort of image that's that's there and whether those techniques have been done well yes, or yep, not. Yep. You know, if it's a portrait, if if the eyes should be in focus, making sure that the eyes are in focus. Yes, yep. Not saying that always the eyes need to be in focus, just saying that if if that picture needs sharp 
eyes than that they are. They should or, be delivering it, yeah. Yep. Or if the editing, you know, if somebody's been editing a picture in the in one of the edit edited image streams, maybe they've replaced a sky, making sure that they've done a good job of masking. Blending. That, that blending you're, you're not getting a picture, piece of the picture where there's a tree and there's all this big halo effect. Yeah. Or, that looks a bit unnatural. Or maybe they've they've made a composite and one of the elements, the lighting is incorrect on one of the elements or the perspective is wrong, yeah. that kind of thing. So think, technique is really the technical side of it rather than the artistic side of it. I think the, what, I mean, as a person who loves doing composites, one of the things that I always say to people, if you're doing a composite image and you're going to say enter it into the competition, which is welcome to do that, is to, once you've created it, is to park it for a little bit and then leave it and then come back to it and look at it because not number of times I've done that and I've found some little artifact, artifact that's in the picture that shouldn't be there that I should have cleaned up. Yep. <laughs> but I've totally been, you know, yeah. lost in it. No. Well, there's one technique I use for when I'm editing and if I'm trying to create a, an image rather than capture one is that moment where you think that maybe you've gone too far. You've, if you have to think that, yes, you've definitely gone, gone too, too far. far. So you so need to good... go back a few steps. Yeah. <laughs> we see that sometimes in the sunset photos that people want to try and give the viewer the the joy of this beautiful, colourful sunset, but sometimes it gets a little bit past over the top, a little yeah. bit over the top. Yeah. So just For yeah, sure. that's a good good tip there. So what's um... uh, next? Next one, I guess, is uh, composite. We've called it composition yes but it, it's really the artistic in, integrity of of the design of the image yep. so that's basically where where the elements of the image where they're placed how they're arranged that type of thing yeah yeah and there, there are no real rules in in composition there's some guidelines um they, they get called rules sometimes yes but in in the end it's it's about everything being in its appropriate place as I say, sometimes I think symmetry is a big part of it. That things, I know. Look, there's um, there's kind of a rule in nature that things pretty much always happen in odd numbers in nature. Yes, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Better to have two zebra, uh, three zebras on the plane than two. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. For sure. So, so sometimes those things come into play, and I think we can look at something, and then if you've got the the right element of um, in there, or well, the number of elements in there looks right yeah for sure and it's it's a bit like the technique in that there's sometimes having the subject right in the middle is not right yes but sometimes right in the middle is the perfect spot spot for it and experienced photo reviewers get that yes and and can help celebrate those images that break the rules Yes, and I think the same same applies sometimes with the use of negative space in an image. Sometimes people will put the subject in a particular part of the frame and there's a lot of negative space and sometimes it, it just works beautifully. It just really adds to the image and other times, yeah, people can mess it up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's just knowing that. Yeah, and in, in, in the end, that the composition component is really a graphic design the the graphic design component of a photograph rather than the the lens you've used or the the shutter speed anything like that it's really where things um, are placed and and where they where yes. they lie okay so what what's one of the other criteria that we 
Next one uh, would be subject. Yes. I kind of look at this as let's think of a a common subject. Let's say a magpie. Yes. You can. You've probably seen a lot of pictures of magpies. We want to see the best picture of a magpie. Yes. Does it show an aspect of the magpie that really makes it unmistakable? Yes. Yep. Uh, yep. And the other thing about subject is remember that we're that the Click Awards is a photography competition. It's not a subject competition. Yes. So a great photograph, like the best photo of a magpie, is probably going to beat an average picture of a really endangered bird. Yes. It's interesting. I, I took a shot a few, oh, it was probably about 12 months ago. It was actually in the Botanical Gardens in Brisbane, and it was an ibis, you know, commonly called the bin chicken. Mm-hmm. And the ibis had a little uh, chick with, with her, and the she was actually feeding from her from her beak. So she'd obviously got some food and re, I don't know she'd regurgitate it. And I took the picture and I put it up on Instagram. But someone who studies ibis said that's, that's um, you've captured some really unique behaviour there. Mm. Mm. Um, I had never seen ibis and normally you see them feeding out of a bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to see this, um, the yeah, this mother and chick. Yeah, and the way she was actually feeding it. So yeah. sometimes you do get that opportunity that you can strike something that's a little bit for that, sure. That, and I, I, I've never seen a, a photo like that as well. Yeah. Previously, so yeah. So that anecdote also kind of flicks over into the next criteria, which is storytelling. Yes. And so a picture of a bin chicken, uh, like just a portrait of a bin chicken says, oh, this is this is what a bin chicken looks like. Yes. But the one feeding its chick has more of a story to it. Yes. So the, the, the next criteria is storytelling. Some people might say that not every picture needs to tell a story. I, I kind of think it should, even an abstract picture that has no obvious uh, reality to it. Yes. Is telling a story. It's yes. saying that colour and movement can look like can can be beautiful. Yes. So storytelling is an important component and they they do kind of go again they do play with each other the subject and the storytelling. So you can have a very strong subject picture with little storytelling. You can have a very uh, a picture that tells a big story but doesn't have a very strong subject yes. or you can have one that has both. Yes. So the one that has both is probably going to be awarded more highly. Yes. Than either the others. I think you're right, but I mean, most most pictures when you look at it, there is a story because there's a lot of visual cues in there of things, and the story may be slightly different to each person who views it. They may be able to read a little bit more into it. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you you can create definitely create a narrative in a photo by the way you place subjects and what you put in the photo, and yeah. and sometimes even what you leave deliberately leave out of a photo. Definitely, and you know part of that story tech telling technique in photography is uh, is one where you use tone to help you tell the story landscapes are a classic example you know one of the most uh, used techniques in landscape photography is to darken the sky and lighten the ground yes and we know that in reality the ground is always dark darker than the sky yes. but in photographs it's often often the other way around and that's done to tell a story it's it's done to keep your eye on the ground rather than being in the sky because we it's kind of accepted that 
the eye gets drawn to the lightest parts of the picture. Yes. So the lightest parts of the you need you need to make the thing that's the most important subject tonally the lightest part of the picture in order to draw the eye into that. And and I think that's what works with um portraiture photography while you're drawn into the eyes. Yeah, for sure. And the face. Yep. It's usually the you know the lightest part of the image. And and if it's not at capture it should be by the end of processing. Yes, yes, yeah. And and again, but on that same time, you can sometimes create a some very powerful images using um, little light and silhouettes. I mean, yeah. you get some incredible. Yeah, um, breaking the rules or you know the the, the norms is is certainly a, a a technique that will get you high impact usually. So. Yep. So what's one of the other criteria is there? Well, the last one, um, the sixth one, is the hardest one, and yes. that's the innovation or originality. And we and we might expand on that a bit because that is going to be that that could be the rate you really highly or it will be it's the cream on top yes yeah yeah so i suppose what are we really talking about here we're talking about trying to get something that no one's seen before yeah ideally that would be what you're what you're aiming to aiming to do but obviously that's going to be different for every person so it's a hard one and there's so many pictures being taken these days that it's hard you know, we, we could all be working in isolation and producing the, the first version of something yes, uh, yep. that all come out at the same time. I guess we're, in terms of judging, we're relying on our really experienced reviewers who have great visual literacy, who've looked at a lot of pictures over a lot of years to to be able to, I guess, gauge what is something that is, is new yep. or new-ish compared to or you know using a, a technique that is a recent technique rather than one that's been done to death over over a long two, period two decades the last two decades and, and maybe we've seen too many times so how could people go out and increase the visual literacy what what where would you point people to go and actually expand the you know it's it's easy to get you know a lot of people use instagram as an example and it's really easy to get kind of seduced by all the new and exciting latest accounts. But you can go back to some of the accounts that are posting classic images by some of the great photographers. You'll start to see the sorts of things and techniques that are uh, the ones that have had their day. They're still very strong, but you wouldn't call them innovative. Yes, they were, back, they they were, were back at the time. time. So like Ansel now. Adams or something Ansel like that. Ansel Adams. Um, the, the Magnum Instagram account is really good because it has a lot of really classic images and yes. some contemporary stuff as well. Yeah. And innovation doesn't don't, – don't think that innovation is just about using the latest gear to do something or the latest software. Yes. It could be an innovative treatment of a subject – as well it doesn't necessarily have to be um i think sometimes like i mean there's there's some photographers that do some really interesting work where they'll they'll they will use some technology to be able to get that something different shot i just know of a shot where a drone was used to carry a speed light to get to light a subject in a way that's normally not lit yeah in that way that's to me that's innovation that is innovation that's right yeah, that's yeah, what we're talking sure. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes it can be that technology can can give you, but you've got to have the idea. Someone, that person, that photographer had to come up with that idea of doing that, and then getting it in the right position and getting the subject and all those things are you know that 
takes a bit of skill. Yeah, for sure. To do that. Yeah, and maybe it's like you say, using a, a bit of kit in a way that hasn't been used before, in a position that hasn't been used before, and it, it is getting harder every day to create new and innovative pictures. Yes. Um, yep. But that is, I guess, that's a, a goal. And we should always be trying to achieve it because it's always going. They're always going to be the best pictures if they, if as long as they satisfy all the other criteria as well. It's no use having an innovative picture that doesn't have any impact, it doesn't no have technique, a no composition, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's right. But uh, if you've got all those other things and you can innovate, then you're going to have the best pictures. Yeah, I think and and look the and it's possible because of the way there's a processed and edited stream that in the edited stream where you can use technology and techniques, it could come from there. It yeah. could be something that someone someone's never thought to do. For sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, and that, that could be the spot where you might shine above everybody else because you've just you've got an idea, you've been able to execute it in Photoshop or whatever and be able to give a totally new treat treatment. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably what happened when the first person did the first HDR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think the first time you saw a HDR, you were going like, "Oh wow, look at this!" <laughs> what? <laughs> by the what time you that? got to by yeah. the time you got to your four thousand million <laughs> HDR image, you kind of went, oh, "I'm over this now." Yeah, yeah, I guess if you can if you can aim to have a lot of impact in your pictures, um, have good control of your technique, compose them well so that they look good to people. They're interesting subjects. They tell a story, and they're new. Yes. You're going to have a great picture. Not every picture is going to have all of those elements perfectly. To to score sixty in in this competition would be really hard. Yes, that, that would have to be a real. It, that's going to be a screamer. It's going to be knocking picture. knocking it out of yeah. the park. Something yeah. chronic. And it's important to remember also we do have the as we talked about last time. We've got the two classes of entrant, the experienced and novice. Yes. And all the pictures are going to be judged the same. You would expect that most of the novice entries are going to score lower than the experienced entries. Yes. Now that's an assumption and there will be um, exceptions, to the, exceptions rule. to the rule. But if you are a novice photographer, don't don't be concerned that you're your scores are lower than all the experienced people's because really we're really only judging you or you're only really competing with other novices. Yes, right. So if you got five out of ten, if you're a novice and you got five out of ten for each of the criteria, 30 out of 60, that's a pretty good result. Yes. That you've done a pretty good job in each of the criteria. Because you might find there's some experienced photographers that only just hit that mark. For sure. You know, and that's the thing that gets... And I think that one one of the things that people could take away from this is if you took those six judging criterias and put them in your head as you went out with your camera to do a shoot and you thought about each shot and you then said, where am I with this? Where am I with impact? You know, where am I with technique? If you started to use them as a bit of a prompt yeah. to improve your photography, that's going to help you no end. Definitely write those on the back of your camera. Yeah, right yeah. on the back of your camera yeah. and actually have a have an idea that you, when you're looking at that, that image in the frame that you're trying to create, looking at it and say, can I get more impact if I move here? Can I, does this tell the story better if I'm here or yeah. if I 
introduce another element into it. You know, this, these are the things that I suppose, I suppose a lot of the idea of the competition is to get people thinking about their photography and how they can improve because the whole real, I suppose, purpose of the Click Awards is it's to help photographers improve their photography and hopefully come out the other end knowing a bit more about them as themselves as a photographer and understanding photography a bit more. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the there's a benefit for those that are doing really well. You know, they got, there's there's some prizes at the end of it. But I, I think the most valuable thing is going to be the report card. Really, that's, that's the thing that most people are going to get out of. Well, 99% of the people who enter are going to get most out of the report card and how that's going to inform their where they need to focus their attention yes. and improvement. Well, I can remember the very first time I entered any images into any competition, it was n- not even in the furthest of my mind was to win a prize. That wasn't even uh, a part of what I was trying to achieve. Mm. I did just wanted to get a benchmark of where, where, I, how I was seen by other photographers, judging it to see, to get a kind of a, you know, that, that datum line, Sure. To, to understand then, because once you've got a bit of a, I suppose that you can then moving forward, if you enter other competitions, you can see if you've actually improved. That's right. And, you know, the the fact that we're going to be offering the Click Awards into the future, you would hope that uh, you would build on the report card you got this year. But next um, year you'd be able to improve on your scores. Especially if you take your little palm card out with the judging criteria listed on it while you're shooting and start producing images which which fulfill all of those different criteria. Exactly, and, and because obviously what you can do is once you know these areas where you can try and improve your photography, that gives you the opportunity then to go and seek out what you might need, whether it might be getting someone to help mentor you or doing a workshop or, 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 or doing some other type of study, something else that helps you actually get, I suppose, the skills you need to do it. Yeah, for sure, you know... If you're doing really well in everything except composition, maybe the best thing to do is go and spend some time at the art gallery. Yes. Yep. Um, rather than um, sort of drilling through YouTube uh, and just stumbling over all of the latest, you know, gear and, and aperture settings and all that kind of stuff. Because I think, and you're, you're totally right, because some of, the, some of the best artworks, it's not so much the colour, the technique, it's the composition of the images is what, is what makes them strong. Yes, it's it's certainly the thing that will hold will, will will grab attention in the first place, and and should be the thing that holds the viewer's attention and takes the composition is what takes the viewer on the journey, the visual journey through the picture. Yes, and so the composition is part of the storytelling component as well. Yeah, no, that looks really interesting. I, I mean, really looking forward to. We're seeing getting closer to the the time that the entries will open, which is mid mid November, mm-hmm. um, when people will be able to do that. So people have time to to jump in and join the Canon Collective because the the Click Awards is actually being run through the Canon Collective, a yep. group that Canon Australia have in put together. So um, I think it's like I said, it's a great opportunity, and like I said, we've I suppose for photographers who are kind of in the enthusiast amateur or Sammy Pro, or whatever you want to category you want to put them into, this gives them something that they can get involved with and basically get that report card. For sure. So, you know, there's 
so much involved in taking a picture and we all put so much of ourselves into it. Yes. It can be a very personal pursuit and the the group environment the and the awards environment is that chance to to get feedback and as long as you take that feedback for for what it is you know we're not judging photographers we're not judging cameras we're judging photographs yes whoever scores your pictures you know there'll be three people looking at your pictures so you're not just getting the opinion of one person whereas everybody every image gets looked at so everyone gets a chance to be scored and if anything, even if your picture doesn't do well, but you'll see in there the areas where you did do well. Yes, for sure. For you know? Sure. And I think most photographers are going to probably have a strong point. So in one of those categories, they're going to, because they've picked the image, there's something in there that's been a good story or it's got good impact or it's got good technique. They're going to see that. And yep. they're going to be identified. Oh, that's where my strength is. Yeah, there'd be some structural biases in <laughs> in in, uh, in in your own work, and that becomes, in a way, becomes your signature. Yeah. If your signature can can be that you can do really well in each of those criteria, and and still kind of stand out in the crowd, I think then then you kind of made it. So. That's fantastic. Darren, look, thanks for coming in and explaining a little bit more about the Click Awards. We'll get you back again again another time because you know, we've still got a bit of time before it actually opens. Um, you know, we've still got a bit of a bit of a time to go, which gives people a chance to kind of get their head around it, maybe study these the the, the criteria to get them and and start using them in their everyday photographies, take them on board to, to say how I can use these ideas to improve my photography. For sure. Thanks, yep. Darren. Okay. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. And don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone.